Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to hit the follow button so you know when we upload next. Hello you lovely people, there was just a quick announcement that I wanted to give at the start of today's podcast. Unfortunately, we were trying to use the new microphone that I have got, and because it's not omnidirectional, it didn't work out too well, and there were a few bits that, well, to be perfectly honest, were inaudible. So unfortunately, we're going to move back to our previous microphone for next week's episode. I do apologize for the lack of quality in the audio for this week's episode, but it will be resolved by next week. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and, of course, I will see you in the next one. Hello you fantastic people, how are you all doing? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the We Are TGF podcast where we talk about everything to do with games. My name is Gamester aka Rob and of course like every single episode thus far I am joined with the amazing partner in my life and co-gamer of the household, Pixie. Hello! Now today we were supposed to have a returning guest on and they were supposed to be bringing on a guest of their choice but unfortunately that has not come to fruition. The reason for that being the person in question had a bit of a family emergency and wasn't able to record the podcast when they were, well, aiming to do so. So unfortunately... They are not here. However, we have got two more guests. Now, I just want to say to that person in question, you know who you are. I hope everything's okay. And you take your time. Just let us know when you want to record it. So today we've got two guests that we've been wanting to get onto this podcast for a long time. And we've just not managed to do it. So now today is the day. Now, first and foremost, I am going to introduce my Swedish friend, someone that I have been gaming with for, must be around four or five years now, and he is a genuinely lovely guy, and I think you're going to love him. I am, of course, talking about Jack9212. Hello, Jack. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, guys, for the lovely introducing. (laughs) That's not a problem. Thank you for being here and joining us. Yeah, thanks. It's it would be nice. <laughs> well, the other guest is someone that we have mentioned on this podcast quite a lot, especially when he was striving to get his affiliate. And now he has completely hit his affiliate and he is striving for bigger and better things. He's a little legend. He is. He is a little legend. And I of class, course, I class him as my kid bro. Not my baby bro, my kid bro. Yeah, because he's not a baby no more. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we are on about Charlie666. Hello, Charlie. How are you doing? I am doing good. Thank you for the lovely introduction and for having me on. Whoop, whoop, we got Charlie and Jack. <laughs> yeah, whoop, whoop. we finally got Charlie yeah. and Jack on. <laughs> Two TGF members that me and Pixie have been saying, yeah, but they're not a returning guest, but we kind of hoped 
from episode 10 that we could get someone on and they were going to go, yeah, do you know what? I'll have uh, Charlie on or I'll have Jack on. And I'm thinking, they keep picking someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> now, of course, that's the introductions over and done with. For everybody who's listening to this, for the first time, this is a gaming podcast where we talk about everything to do with games. We'll go for a few news stories and we will get to know the lovely guests a little bit better. Just what? in case you don't know, we talk about games. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Good point, Epixie. Just had to point out. It's yeah. <laughs> so this is where we're going to find out their gaming loves what actually pulled them towards gaming to begin with. I'd be curious to see what they want to ask us now. That is that's yes. nerve wracking for me. After that <laughs> we're gonna have some listeners questions and we are gonna have the guest questions. Yeah. So we get the questions fired back at us for once. That's a new thing. And yeah. we've had some interesting ones, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Jay was not happy last week because he How dare you Johnson <laughs> but one thing I will say my friends if you want to get in contact with us and tell us a story ask us a question or just be considered as another guest later on in the series then you can do so simply by emailing wertgf at gmail.com that's wertgf or one word at gmail.com I will read and reply to every single email that I receive so I would really appreciate it if you got in contact. Now, it's worth mentioning that I think it was either last week or the week before, and we had a question of someone called Brian. Yeah, we know who you are. We know who you are now. <laughs> We've worked that shit out. Yes. <laughs> so, now we know. We're not going to say who it is, just in case they don't want us to say, but we know. Yes, we know. We've worked it out. So, of course, thank you, mate. I really do appreciate you sending the question in. It was a good question, yeah. So, without further ado, let's crack on with the questions. Now, first off, I'm going to aim these ones at Jack, and then we're going to go to you, Charlie. So, (laughs) (laughs) now, as we know, you two already know each other, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Have you actually, I think you've played with me on either Apex or Warzone, and we've all been together at some point, haven't we? I think it was yeah, Warzone, right? It. Yeah, I think it was Warzone. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we get to know each other a little bit better. First yeah. and foremost, it's going to be the gaming honeymoon section. This is the section about your first experiences with gaming and what made you come back and play again. So, Jack, what was the very yeah. first experience you had with gaming? Oh, my. Going back to the old 90s. Um, it was a Nintendo 64 bits. Yeah. The good old. Yeah, <laughs> can't jump in. Yeah. We did a Super Mario and were playing that all day long. Which Super Mario was it, though? Oh, my. Was it Mario, Mario... Mario Kart 64? No. I think it was oh Super Mario Bros. two and three. Don't make him think that 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 that. <laughs> it's hard, GameStar. <laughs> My brain is not working that well. That well, no pullback. Well, yeah, I I've got to admit that I played that myself, and it was such a great game. 
And let's face it, the N64 had one of the most unique and genius controllers that any console has had before or since. Absolutely, I, I agree. And what about Listen, I still have one. There's Paul Charlie there going, I'm too young for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're on about. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo fan. I know what you're on about. Right, there it is. What about you, Charlie? What games do you remember playing for the very first time? Um, well, it would probably be on a Nintendo Wii with the Wii Sports, and Bye. they're the roughly the thoughts. Yeah, bowling, tennis. <laughs> Just the bowling for me. Yeah, strength on a Nintendo system. So that's. What I can remember was probably my first system I ever played. Well, so. that was going to be a question coming up as well, so <laughs> I think you just answered it for us. Well, <laughs> I've come one step ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pass this one over to Charlie. Uh, what was it that made you carry on gaming from the way? Well, I was for just a variety of games that you could get into it. Games for kids, games for adults, and just how like like fanatic it was. Like an actual controller could move, and it would move the it would move the ga- um, move the character in the game, and yeah. So yeah. you you yeah. loved the whole immersion of it. Yeah, the immersion, the fact that you could pass it to a friend and they could do the same thing as you. You could have family over for like parties or something if you wanted it. So yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, one of my earliest memories when I was about. Well, one of my earliest memories when I was on my own, yeah. in my own little bed sit, my first flat. Out of your mum's and... Yeah, and I was around 18, 19, I was working six days a week, usually about 12 to 15 hours a day. But then on one Sunday that I had off, I got all of the staff from that place. And it was a place called the Tower Lounge, it isn't there anymore, but it was in Blackpool and it was a group of us all in my little bed sit and there was about 15 of us all <laughs> taking turns playing uh, Gran Turismo FIFA and games like that on the Playstation 2 I believe it was so yeah I, and we were all getting pissed we were all having a couple of splits and everything, I know my friends I do not condone you smoking weed or anything like that I'm just letting you know that's what I used to do. I don't do it no more. But at that time, I used (laughs) to take quite a lot of drugs and smoke quite a lot of weed. So just gaming throughout the night and doing an all-nighter was just... It was bliss for me. I had such a good time. So I can understand where you're coming from with that, Charlie. So what about you, Jack? What made you carry on gaming? Uh... (laughs) I, I agree about uh, not exactly the answer, but uh, the story went. Uh, I was uh, in uh, middle school, I think, and uh, my mom brought home a PS2 for PS2 for the first time, and I fell in love with it and stopped playing, and uh, and then I started the um, school on not for real sort of and. Uh, it's the quick, quick gaming and uh, totally for many, many, many years and around the, the Black Ops 3 times when it has launched and was in the end, end state, I, I uh, sort of broke my back 
<laughs> so I was sort bored. Of. Sort of. Only yeah, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, sort of. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs and uh, shipped a uh, piece of our bone out in the back. Oh, she's so, like uh, flying discs. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so I was uh, sick for half a year and had nothing to do, only watch TV. It was boring. Uh, I had trouble moving around, so I think I thought I should I buy a new game. I, I, what's what what was it about? I think uh, I I was buy was want to buy a PS4, so I bought it and then I stopped gaming again. And then you met us. Whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the many nights that we was on fucking Apex, bashing oh, it out. Yeah, many hours, many swear words. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> we had fun. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, I just want to make it known for everybody listening to this podcast right now. I still think that Swedish has got to be one of the best accents on the planet. And when you hear <laughs> someone swearing and cursing at someone else in Swedish. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it's, it's just it's like poetry. I, I can't really imagine it's that <laughs> lovely. Yeah, it's I really like can't poetry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not poetry. It's <laughs> saying stupid things. <laughs> yeah. But that, it's that's... poetry to us English here, Ralph. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't everyone... get your shit. I don't understand why you like it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else across the globe thinks the way that the British insult. Apparently, the way that the British insult people is absolutely hilarious. To us, it's just it's normal. natural, isn't it? It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. a normal thing. But yeah, we when we yeah. actually <laughs> measure it against other accents and other languages, we got ah, oh, I kind of understand now. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, very what's direct. The, what's the next question? The but, next... but when you assault uh, other persons, you find uh, you. Does I, how does it? it makes it, it makes it fun. Yeah, more entertaining. It's hilarious. More entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're the only kind of culture that can use a a fruit as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. You absolute plum. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do that for, you fucking gooseberry? <laughs> Absolutely love it. Well, Charlie, I think we've already touched upon what console was the very first one that you played on. Are we right in thinking that that was the Wii? I was thinking, but I was thinking about that. But then I remember I did have like a black uh, Nintendo DS originally, so I might have played on that before the Wii, depending what. It's a console. It's it's just classed as a handheld console. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you say that the Game Boy is not a console? Don't you dare. I didn't say it wasn't. I was just about to say, don't you ruin my Tetris. <laughs> Tetris is awesome. Yeah. It always has been. Sorry. Right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that out of my system. Are you finished ranting now? I have. Okay. Right, what about you, Jack? What was the very first console you... Or, well, not even a console. What was the very first platform that you gamed on? Yeah, the very first uh, I played on was a Nintendo 8-bit. Oh, so the original Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System. Yep, 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 yep. To give it its full name and the abbreviation, no, the NES. At you, look at you, Mr. Intelligible. Knowledgeable. 
Yeah. Something, something for both. <laughs> to be fair, the, the Nintendo was the first console that I had bought specifically for me. The rest that I've always been playing on was the Atari, and that wasn't bought specifically for me, that was bought for the family for anyone to play. Well, that rolls on nicely to the next question. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack, what was the first gaming platform that you owned? Anyway, as in either getting uh, gifted or played for yourself. Yeah, one that was specifically uh, for you. Yeah, I heard that. Um, I think the first gift of it was uh, Nintendo 64. Still a great um, console. Even yeah, by today's I love it. I, I played it. I played it broken the control so the stick in the middle I can <laughs> move. The, the guy would move you know, and then... <laughs> Yeah, it was frustrating. Uh, then it was, I think it was the PS2 for my mom, and then I bought my own PS4. What about you, Charlie? Um, for mine, I think it would be. Um, the gifted would be definitely Nintendo 3DS XL, because I remember liking the first DS so well, and asked for it for I think like a birthday or a Christmas present, and then, yeah. And you shut your pants when you got it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you know what, though? I do remember there was about two, maybe three years where everybody had a DS. Yeah. Where it just seemed to be... The thing. Yeah, it was like the new must-have item. It was the item. new Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> now you are showing your age. Yes, it was the new Tamagotchi. See, I remember the Tamagotchi because, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it was one of those little it's pets. A nightmare. It was... it's, it's a living nightmare that should never have been invented. <laughs> no. It was a side... <laughs> yeah, it was like a little... <laughs> it was like a little keyring, and it was a cyber pet, and you had to feed it, you had to pet it, you had to take care of it. In the same sense, you get games like that now. However, I remember it because the only reason I wanted one was due to a Final Fantasy game, and I think it was Final Fantasy 7 if I'm remembering correctly, and when the original Final Fantasy 7 came out, you could link it up to the Tamagotchi, and then have a chocobo that you had to raid <laughs> on the Tamagotchi, but it wouldn't work for the cheap and nasty ones that you get from the local market or anything yeah. like that. Wasn't it had to, a bad day. Yeah, it had to be a proper Tamagotchi that came as an import from Japan. And it, yeah, it would have just cost me a fortune, so I ended up getting one secondhand. But then the problem is, even on that, there was no like translation or anything, so you had to guess to begin with, and it, just, it wasn't feasible. But... I'm going off topic. <laughs> now, we are going to go for your gaming loves. Now, this is what... the section is all about why you game to this day, why you stayed so true to gaming, and what you love about the industry as a whole. So, first and foremost, and this is going to be the hardest question of the entire podcast, other right. than the fact of you two not being able to come up with a name for the podcast. <laughs> so, yes, 
everyone is family. I think that is relating to TGF because we're all part of TGF. And yeah, it took a while for them to come up with that name. Just to let you lovely listeners know. Is that what they were doing while I was faffing about getting yeah. ready? It took yeah. that long. It took that long. Oh my days. That's about that's about fifteen minutes, people. No. <laughs> Yeah, that was like it. So, if you don't include that question, <laughs> this is going to be the hardest question of the podcast. And I'm going to go to Charlie first. Charlie, in your personal opinion, what is Ooh. the greatest game ever made? I um, The greatest game ever made is a game that is a Japanese JRPG called Nino Kuni 1, Wrath of the White Witch. Some yeah. may have heard of it. Yeah. It's my favourite game of all time. Then and why aren't you yeah, screaming Yeah, I love everything it? about it. Because I've almost finished it. I don't care, restart it. <laughs> yeah, good point, yeah. I was tempted to. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, Charlie, I can relate to you on that because I haven't played the first one. They were both on offer, but the second one was slightly cheaper, so I went for that. That is the yeah. Okuni 2 Revenant Kingdom, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was such... A beautiful, you didn't get off it, did you? For fucking weeks. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a beautiful and original game as well. Yeah. It was like a whole different brand of JRPGs that I just I fell in love with it. The fact that you could build your own kingdom as well, literally from the ground up. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast has spoilers. Be warned. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not really a spoiler. It says it on the back cover of the case. Shut up, people might have it digitally. Did, did what? That's, I struggled there. I ain't even trying that. Yeah, I ain't even trying to say that again. Ah. That was another Allegra de Den de Dury. Yeah, that's, that's my dyslexia being verbalised. So, Charlie, have you played the second one? I have played the second one. I am. Because now they've added the next extra difficulty levels to it, I've gone, I've gone back and try and do it on the hardest difficulty to like see how challenging the game can get. So here's the critical question then: Which one's better? Dun, dun, dun. First one. Oh. I am biased against the first one because it's that, that game means so much to me. The Just one that being got the you f- hooked. Yeah. yeah, one that got me hooked. First game I ever like finished properly, like. And yeah, because I've had a, because I played it originally when it came out on the PS3, and that like got me hooked, got me into PlayStation because that was a game I liked, and then. When it got remastered, I am uh, very happy. Let's just put it that way. So, Jack, what about you? Yeah, I think my first game that I really, really fell in love with was, um, I think it was Call of Duty 2, Big Red 1, Ooh. on these 2. Yes. Ooh. It was uh, in those times, it was, uh, school was pretty hard, and I really... Should, could could block out the the real life for a moment, and I just fell in love with it. Do you know what? Yeah, I can completely relate that. We, I can completely relate to that because yeah. school wasn't particularly a breeze for me either. So, yeah, it was that escape, and me and quite a few other people, including my own flesh and blood, my son on episode 10, I've all said, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an escape. That's why they go to gaming. And then 
the love that we've got for gaming and the industry in general is born out of that escape. Yeah. And yeah. then we just, yeah. we, it develops into something more. So I can completely understand. And you're also not the first person to say Call of Duty. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's been, well, there's been a few, haven't there? So I'm going to chuck this one at Jack. Is your no. favourite franchise the same as your favourite game? Uh, no, actually not. Ooh, so go on, do tell. What's your favourite mm, uh, franchise? My favourite franchise is probably EA and Battlefield. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Say no Thank more. Uh, just because uh, in Battlefield, it's film feels more more alive and more engaging, and uh, you have to really yeah. push it. And just uh, I put many, many, many hours in Battlefield. <laughs> oh my god, it's like yeah. over a thousand hours. <laughs> Even though it's yeah. not really my kind of mode, a uh, rush on Battlefield was always a great mode just to dip into if you didn't like that kind of thing like I used to and you just dip into it because I always thought it was more realistic with the way of the push and pull so it was like a tug of war but with warfare because for anyone who doesn't know you would be given a point in the middle and then if you captured that point and held it for long enough then the point would move closer to the enemy's team and you have to do it again until you get right next to the enemy's base, which was always the hardest one. Yeah. And they could quite easily overwhelm you and then rush back onto that point, take it back, and it moves back towards their base again. So it was like a tug of war, but on a grand scale. And I just think that that was a really original mode that, I've not really seen any other modes like it on any other first-person shooter review. Me neither. It's, uh, it's one of kind, I think. So what yeah. about you, Charlie? Is yours... Well, Pino is not really a franchise, is it? It's well, it games. is. There's two of them, but, yeah. I know where you're coming from. Um, favourite... Fr- oh, probably not, because, as you said before, there is only two. Only oh. But that, that begs the other question, doesn't it? What... How many games does a franchise constitute? I've got a bit morbid of there. Three. That's only because my class because I agree with three. three. Mm -hmm. Yep, three. I thought that was six. After three, it just gets like... Yeah, it just gets a bit out of hand with uh, the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. With the way like games in the fourth, yep. Has to have that unique feel. Ooh, now that's really hard. Oh, that's really hard. That it's had the script. He's been studying it. He says. Studying. Yeah, five times. You read it five <laughs> times. Wrong. He said. <laughs> well, an and I still haven't got. An it's because it's like I go from different games every week. It'd probably have to be a uh, first-person shooter. I do and puzzle puzzles in first person. I had to pick it to be first-person so, shooters. You can only go with a type of game, yeah, a genre of game rather than the actual, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. If I had to pick a franchise, it probably would be the basic obvious one, Call of Duty, because of, yeah, it's something you always go back to, yeah, yeah. Well, suppose you could even say that Rockstar is its own franchise because at the end of the day. 
their games are not like any other games. No. They tend to be the biggest live service games that you can play right now. And not only that, but their games are all controlled in a completely unique way in comparison to most others as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you could even go as far as to say Rockstar is its own kind of game, its own franchise, even though the games are completely different, they're still controlled the same way, they're still kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, here is Vapor Moore's question that's been added to the podcast permanently because it's always an interesting one, and I still cannot believe that I didn't fucking think of it Yay! <laughs> What's the best soundtrack <laughs> to any game that you've ever played? Oh, come on. That's difficult. Yeah, it really is. Now, to give you a little hint, <laughs> to give you a little hint, for me personally, and I think it was Mystic that agreed with me, when it comes to the soundtrack for me, there's one that always stands out in my head, and that's Need for Speed Underground 2. I, yeah, just, I awesome love the soundtrack awesome. of that game. Yeah, because Burnout Paradise was an amazing game and it had a really good soundtrack as well. It did. So, what about you two? First, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Jack so Charlie can have a think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, it's Battlefield's intro music. It's all Yeah, absolutely. It's getting very goosebumps all of that good stuff. Yeah. And they change it's, it slightly every time, but it is yeah. still synonymous with Battlefield. Yeah, I really uh, remember the, when they launched Battlefield Five, the trailer, and all it's the the uh, shields going down the spine. But I'm, oh my god, I gotta have this game! Oh my god, I can't wait to hear the background sound and getting moving, storming everything and the. <laughs> Blowing shit up and going bananas and swearing it's just the Swedish. Yeah, yeah. And Battlefield is just one of those games in it where you, no other game can you walk around the corner and go, "Woo, thank, thank you." <laughs> oh, yep. it's an ape of mine. Am I there? Am I there? Dynamite, oh, kaboom! <laughs> we like it when it goes boom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about Battlefield though is walking around the corner. And seeing an enemy tank and then just staying where you are but placing loads of mines into a crater that's already yeah. been made. Yep. And then you just run off in the opposite direction and about two minutes later, kaboom, <laughs> you just get kill, kill, kill. Yeah, there's my mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a lovely memory from Battlefield 1. We played in, uh, in, in the city there. We placed like... Me and my uh, couple, a couple of my buddies, we played. Uh, we, we had a challenge to only play with pistols and the support class to resupply every uh, AP mines, uh, di- uh, tank grenades, and <laughs> tank mines. And I can't describe how many angry letters I got from that <laughs> match only <laughs> because we, we, we threw them everywhere, every fucking where. And we, we, we camped in the house. We, <laughs> we, oh, it was so fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, getting lots of messages saying PTFO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was so much fun. We had, uh, it was a Saturday, I think. We were kind of drunk as well. 
Amazing. <laughs> play well, all damn night. It was so fun. So then, Charlie, you thought about your soundtrack? I have. Mm-hmm. It would be probably well for my favorite game. It would be the uh, hub music, the uh, hub soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Because of how immersive it makes you feel in the experience. And, like, you kind of feel like you're there without being there. It's Nino Cooney. Yes. It feels like you're in there, yeah. You're in a whole new, brand new world with magical creatures. You're in some, yeah, place of your imagination or something. Like, you're in a dream. It's lost. Yeah. Yeah, lost. You're lost in your thoughts. Yeah. You're enjoying yourself. You forget whatever everything's going on. Just focused. Yeah. And if anyone wasn't sure... Before now, yes, he is a geek. He's a bit like us. <laughs> Very badly geek. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, Jack. Yeah? Do, who was your inspiration for becoming a content creator? Oh, my. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. I don't know. Who's oh, my? Never met them. Now I've got a real think. Uh, takes it. Oh, my. All right, you, you have uh, a think, and we throw this yeah. one at Charlie. Thanks. Okay. Well, I have to give the person who inspired me the most is a friend of mine that I've known for five years. You know whose he is. It's yeah. your boy, Jammy. Jammy! Jammy yeah, boy. <laughs> because ever since I know him, he always used to stream on Twitch. And he slowly edged me on every year to do it. <laughs> and la- last year when I rung him up and said, I want to start streaming, have you got any advice? He just says, go for it and be yourself. And that gave me enough motivation to continue yeah, exactly. to stream. And also, um, you lot, the whole TGF, watching everyone's streams and seeing everyone's different personalities kind of inspired me to show my personality and show my side of streaming. And, yeah. Yeah, and even now, there's a few people that I know of that are considering taking it up as... Like, well, a hobby that's hopefully going to turn into a job. And, yeah, they said exactly the same as what Jamie said to you. As long as you just be yourself. Do not try and do what most people fall into the trap of doing and being like your favourite streamer or your favourite YouTuber. I absolutely adore Apocalypse. But, at the same time, if I started trying to do content like him then I would personally think that I was being a rip-off merchant and I wouldn't want that. So I decided, well, I'm going to do what I know. I'm going to do what I think is good. And if other people enjoy it, then great. And if they don't, well, I hope you find someone that you do enjoy watching. And that's why I do it. So, yeah, I think that was sound advice. And from what I've seen in your streams, you are just being yourself. And that's mm-hmm. great to see. And you will start gaining traction more and more. It's like centrifugal force, I think it's called, where getting it going is the hardest part. But yeah, once yeah. you start to pick up some speed, you'll get faster and faster a lot quicker. So, yeah, yeah just keep plugging away. They call it a grind for a reason. You'll get there eventually. And I think, just like I did with Jamie, I genuinely think there's good things coming in the future for you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and what about you, Jack? Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, my a couple of my friends. Uh, one of 
Then you know it's Marie. Yeah. I love Marie. Yeah. Uh, he uh, just told me to try it, see how it goes, and go with flow. Like, and the other two uh, is uh, more Celtic, and the other one is Yaxi. Well, to be honest, I've not seen uh, Marie streaming in quite a while now. No, but I think she'd do really well. She did. She does actually. Yeah, because she's a really good player. Yeah. She's got a really good personality. She. I, I think it's the confidence that she lacks, if anything. Yeah. But if we could just, I keep trying to get her to come into TGF because that way I could bump that confidence up. Because when I yeah. was always telling her, "Look, you've got what it takes. Just go for it." Oh, yeah. I say. I'd, I'd even say, "Look." You're a beautiful girl inside and out. You could make it big. Like, no, I'm not though. I'm not though. Yeah, she, she, she likes the confidence. But uh, if she really just uh, tried it and see the amazing person she is, I think she will blow up one day. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think if people saw what kind of person she is, she yeah. would make it big. And that's it. And let's face it, it's a fact. It's not me doing just a little bit of conjecture. It is a fact that people who are female are more successful on Twitch than males. Absolutely. With her, it's slightly different because most people will be watched because they like watching their content. And they think that they're a pro player or something like that. She is a beast on her chosen games. Many, many times she has come at the top of the leaderboard. Many times. So she's got the skill. She's got the personality. She's got the looks. She could make it big time if she wanted to. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, now... When we... For example, playing Apex or Battlefield or Call of Duty or something like that. She she always, in somehow, in <laughs> some way, she pulls it off. I don't understand how she do it, but she is amazing at that. And she's the last person alive, and she can really pull her own boats, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I've seen it myself. And yeah. I am going to leave her link in the description of this podcast. It's just in the hopes that if she does start again, Jack, I'm looking at you. Come on, yeah, I'm pushing her. I say, you know what, Marie? We should stream together again. That was fun times. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and she, she likes. Uh, she texted me like, oh, I didn't really think I got it, but come on, stop it. You're talking nonsense again. Trish. <laughs> Mate, there come are back. people who are making it big. And they are crap at the games that they're yeah. playing. And they still make it huge because they've got such a good personality. Absolutely. She's got the full set, so she needs to crack on and start yeah. streaming a bit more. And you can tell her that from me as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If she's got a problem with it, she can come to me. And she'll, <laughs> I will send it to you, Rob. Absolutely. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going to go on to gaming gloves. 
And well, no, that's the end of Jamie Rush at the side. Now we get to the just for fun section. The just for fun section is just random questions to learn a little bit more about the pet peeves, the lovely things, and everything in between when it comes to gaming. So, first and foremost, what have you been recently playing, Jack, and why? Oh my, I've switched between uh, Battlefield 1, Apex, and Call of Duty. Both of them, the Cold War and the Modern Warfare. Fair enough. Battlefield 1 is uh, a fantastic game. Yeah, I think uh, right as now, I don't really feel the pull or uh, the satisfaction to play just on one game. I, I, I need something new now. I need something more to uh, really get me uh, thinking and uh, getting get a bit, engaged with the game. Getting yeah. a bit bored with the games you got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so would I. That's why when I picked up Sea of Thieves, it just, yeah, that's my kind of game. I just loved mm. it. And I'm still playing it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? What right. games have you been playing? For me, I've been playing a bit of uh, Warzone, Call of Duty, and Speed Saber. Ooh, nice. Speed Saber. Did you, get yeah. all, did you get all of the song packs? I'm in the process of like buying each one. I've got about six of them, so I'm going to buy each one. Because I'm, be- uh, I'm trying them out before. Yeah, which like, is fair just enough. Getting, yeah, but yeah. I probably will end up because buying them all. Well, the only ones that I'm not keen on at the moment is BTS. the BTS. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the BTS pack. And I don't like the Billie Eilish pack, even though I haven't got it, because I'm just not a fan of her music. So I will get yeah, it. I only have one song. I will end up getting the pack because, well, it's Beat Saber and I buy every pack. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I'm going to be playing them that much, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but it's still nice if you have them, because then you've got them, you've got them all, yeah. so, yeah. And yeah. I like to open it up when I'm streaming and say, look, if you've got any requests, then you can go for it. Literally last week. Nine ninety nine. It's been reduced from $15 yeah, to nine ninety nine. There's loads of packs that have been reduced, so I'm getting them for... A cheaper price than you usually do. So, what about you? What have you been playing recently? Why? And yes, I did see you on a different game that is not Sea of Thieves today. Yes, you did. Yes. So, <gasps> did we, you? We know that. Yes, we did. Oh, no. I did. I should have taken. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will be doing a video on it tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Now, it was one of the things I was going to mention within the news section, but I can mention it now. It doesn't really matter. If you have got Twitch and you have got Amazon Prime and you've got them both linked, then right now there are a few games that you can download for free. One of them is Star Wars Squadrons, so you can download that for free on the PC. You can also download the game that I was playing earlier on today, which is Ghost Runner. Now, Mm -hmm. I think it's an indie game, but it is one of the most underrated games that I've ever played. It is such a unique take on what you probably can. Well, you don't have a gun, but it's first person, so it's all about wall running and bouncing off different walls to get to an enemy quicker. 
and slice them with a samurai sword. Blood goes a lot. And it is such lovely. It's a platformer like the old platformers, except scattered with you being a cyber ninja. <laughs> so, ninja. so you are like, <laughs> yeah, you're like a samurai, but a mech samurai. Sounds awesome. And it is, it's really good fun. It's difficult, and you will die a lot. Put it this way, in one level that I completed, I died 101 times. Did it keep the score? (laughs) Really? Yeah, (laughs) it keeps the score because if you want to get the platinum for it and get all the achievements, you have to go through each level without dying a single time. And trust me, that is not easy. That's cruel. I don't understand. But it's such fun because it's not one of those games where you failed, restart, Yes, and then it takes you 20 seconds just to load back. As soon as you press restart, you're back to the checkpoint. So, it's a really fun, high-paced, high-octane game. Even the platforming is quite challenging, so it was really fun to be playing. I've been playing that, and I've been playing Sea of Thieves, of course. And I don't see me stopping playing Sea of Thieves anytime soon. Because I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I still haven't seen everything the game has got to offer. And I'm about fifty hours into it now. What about you, my babe? Dragon what? Quest. Dragon Quest Builders too. Yeah. Why? I'm bored of all the other games I've got. But why do you keep going back to that one? Because I'm not bored of that one. <laughs> it's, it's what it's, it's a game that's keeping my interest at the moment. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, it's one of the games that keeps my interest at the Well, you played it a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah, but I've never got this far because certainly I've made it a bunch of drink. Kept deleting my save data and starting a new world. So I've never got this far. Well, now she's got it on her DS upstairs, hasn't she? Yeah, so she can play it herself. Yet. No, I only touch my one upstairs in my bedroom. What's Sarah to ask you a question now? What's your favourite thing? Um, Dragon Quest Bond. Um, Genie. Concrete Genie. Concrete Genie. I didn't look at any of them. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but why do you like them games so much? Um, because when I play them, they just look so good. And when I walk around the I guess what mummy's doing, and then you go back home. So you come and watch mummy on Dragon Quest, and you go up and try and work around the surf, don't you? Yeah, but I'm, di- I'm not where you are. You'll get there, though. Yeah, and why I love Concrete Genie is I got to the end t- um, twice, and it was really fun, so I played there, and I won it twice. On Mummy's TV. You did, you completed the games twice, didn't you? Yeah, and now I'm going to complete Concrete Genie upstairs on my PlayStation 1. Oh. Once. No, that means you will have completed it three times. I'm going to go and complete it once on your PlayStation 1. Right, I'm going to leave you to it for a moment. I will be back. I'm going to go and get this little lady a drink. Okay. So there you go. Now you know what my 
daughter's favorite game is as oh, well. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. What? I'm going to ask a question. What question do you want to ask? Um, it's got to be regarding gaming. What is your favorite, most favorite color blue? Dark blue or light blue? Okay, she's asked the question. What's your favorite kind of blue, Jack? Uh, Marine. Marine blue. Yeah, the dark blue. Dark yeah. blue. Yeah. And what about you, Charlie? Um, for me, it would be the colour of the sky, like a light tinge of blue. Like night nice and That's amazing. There we go. <laughs> and what's your type? Mine mine's midnight blue. Midnight blue. So that's that. Right, say goodbye. Bye, I'm going to... Bye. <laughs> On with the podcast. <laughs> now, this is a question that I'm always very interested to hear the answers for. Personally, yeah, I have always said it's the hackers and the exploiters, but now you get to put your two penny worth in. Jack, if you could change any aspect of gaming, what would it be and why? Oh, to uh, probably the most ones to annoy me the most is all the bugs. And uh, like in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you can't climb over a fucking rock, but uh, you need to go around it. But, but you can easily jump as high as the rock is, but you can't climb it. Yeah. So yes, everything just runs smooth. What about you, Charlie? Um, it would probably be license licensing of games and like licensing and like different as in why is can't a like can't, why can't you be in a party with an Xbox person? That kind of like the bridge between them two and the games that come with them. Oh, yeah. I believe that every every console should have equal amount of games. There should be no like higher or lower to buy this. You shouldn't be peer pressured into buying this console because say the next biggest game that everyone's playing or talking talking about is on there it should be on every console no matter what whether it's an xbox a ps4 or whatever yeah you said i said that there should be uh, one or two exclusives per platform so for example for sega it would be of course sonic the hedgehog for, because that's their poster child for yeah. their platform. For Nintendo, it should always be Mario because, again, that's their poster child. When it comes to Xbox, it should be Master Chief. And them games should be exclusive because, well, Master Chief is, the, again, the poster child. And for uh, PlayStation, it should be Lara Croft or Nathan Drake. No, just no. Because that's synonymous with the PlayStation. I do not think that games, for example, like God of War, should be held back to one platform. And this is talking from somebody who's played it and has seen just what a beautiful game is. It should be across all platforms. Why deny so many people from playing your game in the whole that they might buy a PlayStation to play it. What's been bugging you? You got to ask the question first. 
What bugs you? Oh. Jack, what bugs you in gaming? Oh. Lag. Like it would help if I had the full session on it, sorry. Uh, no problem. Lag and uh, camping little tennis. I think <laughs> it's the worst Doesn't sit in the dark car and sit in there with a allergy yeah. or a fucking hand grenade or thermite yeah. or mm-hmm. something. It's absolutely driving nuts. Yep. Every single time. What about you, Charlie? What bugs me about games? Um... Just to the kind of stereotypes that some games will give to people and like the fact that like all how people like when they speak with a microphone, some of the stuff that comes out of the mouth you just wouldn't like accept. Yeah. Like for example, mm. I know this is for example, if say a a woman streamer um got on, say, COD and she spoke in the microphone, she'd get a load of backlash about not being like the same or like whatever, she'd be told to like get back like, in the kitchen. Get, and all get that. back in the kitchen. Yeah, start like making stuff like and do your do your job like that's what you were made for. When really, yeah, they're the same. So, um, yeah. So it's the toxic players that are. Yeah, it's a toxic. Yeah, toxic. Well, I've said it many times. I've said that. I do not agree with people doing personal attacks on others. When it comes to the way that I'm playing the game, if you're on my team, you have every right to turn around and say, you're playing like a knobhead, stop it. Because it's a team-based game. Mm -hmm. However, that comes unstuck if you are running off on your own and then you're slagging your teammates off because you're not with them. Well, that's your choice, not theirs. You need to keep your mouth shut. And also, when it borderline goes over to people calling someone else black or saying, are you Bible basher or anything like that, I do not agree with that in any way. Because at the end of the day, you should not be doing a personal attack on somebody else over things that are in their own personal life. If it's about the game, that's, that's completely one thing. But if it's a personal attack on their character, that's completely different. Yeah. 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 Right, so now... What you in this game this week? Griefers. Same as last week. Fair I just... I, it's the people that go out of their way to troll other players. It just... I don't, I don't think there's any room for it in the gaming industry whatsoever. It's just another form of being toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a digital way of bullying someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, it just pisses me off. It, there's no reason for it other mm-hmm. than, yeah, I want to be a cunt to see if anyone gets triggered by it. Yeah. But, but you're being a cunt. Of course, people are going to get triggered by it. You're a cunt. It's like stupidity. It's only painful for the people that are around you. Yeah. 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 So that's what's been bugging yeah. me. What's been bugging you? Nothing. I've been on solo games, so nothing. My own stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Your own stupidity has been bugging you. Yeah. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I had to restart Dragon Quest last night for the previous save data. 
because I had to get some medicinal herbs and then combine them with something. And there's me, I went and got the medicinal herbs and made what I thought I needed. I didn't need that, and then there was more medicinal herbs. Rather than searching around for more medicinal bushes. Yeah, because I did look and I couldn't find any. So, my own stupidity. <laughs> That's what's bugging me in gaming this week. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Would you agree with that, guys? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Been there, done that one. Yeah, don't want to go there again, but I probably will. <laughs> I've, I've done it many a time thinking, I've got a above average high IQ, but with the decision you just see me make, I might as well be a fucking toddler. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is a question that I always like to ask because it's always getting some interesting yeah. answers and it doesn't really... Not, no two answers are the same, so no. that's why I kind of like it. Jack, we're going to go with you first. What's your mm-hmm. funniest, best or most prideful gaming moment? Uh, oh my god, I think I only have one, but uh, it was me and uh, a Nor- Norwegian friend called Miss Bansomums. And we played Fortnite in the back in the good old days when uh, Fortnite actually was fun. Before uh, it went shit, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> before it went uh, steep downhill. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, we set a goal to only be. To have, as I think, one kill each in that game specifically, and we need to try to hide or do anything to block. And try, we didn't try to shoot. We we can't, couldn't even defend us, but we could hide and just try to be a sneaky son of a bitch, basically. <laughs> uh, and I love that. it was sneaky, uh, sneaky. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sneaky son of a bitch, and we, it was around. Three in the morning here in Sweden, uh, and we played, and we were drunk as hell. But in the final uh, time, it said this will be the final final game for me. I need to go to bed. So actually, we did to play uh, when when I thought I had a bush item. You can hide yourself okay. in the bush. Yeah, yeah, the bush bucket. Yeah. <laughs> And we played all the games, all the time, and we played, and we played, and we played, and we played, and, we played, and finally, this right moment come, and there was only one enemy left, and we're throwing nades, and we're throwing everything, and then we're sitting in a bush behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and he died off a grenade from me, oh. or Miss Bouncemons, and we laughed, like, 30 minutes of it, and repeat watching it on uh, the recap on PlayStation. I remember playing oh all night and winning a match being a bush rookie. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember being there at the same time going, how has he not seen you? Yeah. And I remember <laughs> turning around to you and going, I'm there. a bush rookie. Yeah, there's nothing there. Nothing at <laughs> all except for field. one bush. <laughs> and he's yeah. looking around the entire circle going, where is, where is the other person? They've got to be here somewhere, and not yeah. once did it occur to him to say, "Shoot the bush." <laughs> yeah, he ran right next to me and all, didn't he? Yeah, and it was only yeah. when he turned his back on her that she popped up and went, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, motherfucker." Yeah. No. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? What's your favourite or funniest moment in gaming? Oh, 
This has to go down to when um, I was in a high school, like when I beginning of high school, when I met my one of my bestest, one of my best friends. Uh, and it's just like even on a even on a bad day, he still could make me laugh as playing. Every night we used to sit down and have and play together as we play a game together, and no matter what mood we each of us in, we were giggling like this was like. Never non-stop, just giggling, entertainment, <laughs> and just yeah, and just looking out for each other. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And that's your best moment. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. See, but also, I could add an a, well, it's a bit of a prouder moment. Go for it. Because I remember this is back to the day before I knew you. Uh, before I knew you two, on the day. I decided to join your stream. I was having a bad day, really bad day, and I just wanted to find that perfect person, someone I could feel like I could relate to, which is where uh, Gamester came into. Aww. I could relate to him, and then, as in, for him, I've known Leech, Pixie, Jonesy, Didi, you name it, all of them, and then it's just, yeah, proud to be in such a welcoming community with loads of people who are. Uh, similar and yeah and all think the same generally and yeah i can giggle with when i need it yeah pretty much that means a lot thank you so much because yeah i've said it many times now at this point i'm beginning to sound like a broken record but (laughs) yeah i actually we set that whole tgf up for that reason for people like yourself to come and be welcomed with open arms so for you to say something like that it proves to us that we are hitting our goals shall we say and that makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside so thank you for melting (laughs) my heart pal no problem now of course the next one is going to be if you had to be forced to live in a gaming world for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? And this is going to go to Charlie. Ooh, trapped inside a gaming world for the rest of my life. Yep. Ooh. Oh, that's a hard, that's a difficult, that's difficult. Um, In the sense of it could be any game, you could be trapped in anything. Yes, any game. It, it'd probably have to be... Uh, Minecraft sounds yeah, probably Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, because of the freedom that you've got in it. The fact freedom, the yep. The fact that you can you can farm in it, you can build in it, you can create whatever you want. Yeah, and it also like represents like life for that matter. As in, if you mess up, say someone blows your house up, life will always find a way to give you curveballs. But it's what like you do after it makes you who you are say if someone blows your house up you either rebuild it or you just go don't let it get to you rebuild it start over and yeah or you hunt that fucker down you pin that bastard down or you hunt him down and and you you find him and you kill him with a (laughs) toothpick (laughs) stab him that was very specific (laughs) stab him you're dead your PS4 there you bastard right in the eyeballs basic instincts I'm married to a psycho Watch out, watch out, Rob. She was coming at you with a toothpick. Yeah, if I ever go into the kitchen, 
Yeah. I ever go into the kitchen and find a bunny boiling? <laughs> I know Absolutely. that I need to get out of the house sharpish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, there's a reason that some women are called bunny boilers. <laughs> and if it's got loads of toothpicks stabbed in the bunny, you might want to uh, make a hasty re- retreat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about Excuse you, Jack? Me, <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, I think it would be the game who uh, f- I found most safe, uh, not safe in that kind of way, but female's comfort- safe place. Uh, <laughs> not that safe place. <laughs> <laughs> it was rocking back uh, and forth <laughs> in the corner. Going, this is my safe place. This is my safe place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Building it now. Uh, I think it will be. It it gotta be the outfit one because uh, I feel uh, I, I feel like I I in the game I get so uh, so excited just playing it just thinking of it. I think it's gotta be that. Yeah. Fair enough. I think they're good good little games to be in. Do you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually been thinking about that question, and I would change my answer from Ratchet Clank. Go on. Dragon Quest Builders. No, for the same reason. Interesting. It's the same reasons as what, like people like Jane and everyone that's chosen Minecraft. It's just that the yeah. graphics are better in Dragon Quest, so I'll go for that. Yeah, one. they just are. They're just better. And plus, you can have. I, f- I found some coffee beans. Yeah, coffee beans in it. And I found some nanas. Yeah. <laughs> I found nanas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For anyone who's wondering, she means bananas. Banana, <laughs> and now she's doing an impression of a minion. Right, anyway, sorry. Okay, carry on. <laughs> right. Next question is similar, but different. If you could only play one game for the rest of your life, which one would it be and why? And this one is going to go to Jack. Oh, it's uh, easy one. That's the one. Fair enough. Can't yeah. question that really, can you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, just because of the graphic and, uh, and the feels it gives me. It yeah, fast forward. Tingles. Yeah, fast forward ten yes. years. You go back to it, and you go, "Yeah, Jack, how do I do this?" You go, "Come over here. You can sit there. You can point that direction. Just keep firing. You'll get more yeah. kills, and you won't be killed." Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, um, put, put up the sights a little bit, and you get a headshot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I got on Battlefield One with Jack, and I was wearing the Olympic mines. You like, put one here. Put one here. Put one here. Pixie. This way. <laughs> This way, put it here. And I put it there and he went, hang on, and we went in it. And he went, you ready? You ready? Watch this. And then I just got fucking about four kills and he went, that's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just amazing, it's hilarious. It was, I couldn't stop cracking yeah. up laughing. You see this little no. gap in the wall? You see this little, <laughs> little gap in the wall? Yeah. Chuck it out of there. Yeah. Why? Just chuck it out of there. Just, just do it, trust me. Boom. Yeah. That's why you took it out of there. That was the one, yeah. Yeah. I oh remember my. with Limit Mines as well. I couldn't help it, but I couldn't help but chuck it and just go, Moon Pits! 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Every time. But there yeah. you go. What about you, Charlie? Ooh, it'd probably be my uh, favourite game. I would play that. Nino Kuni. Yep, it'd be that. Because of how, like, every playthrough can be different with the different, like, things you can, creatures you, you can capture and yeah. stuff. It can, like, every, there'll be so much variety with every little thing you can do in it that you'll never get bored. You'll never do the same thing. It's like the same, you'll never be the same walkthrough, if that yeah. makes any sense. You know what, for me, I would have to, I've think, been thinking about it, I would have to go for something like a procedurally generated game. Something that's constantly changing, otherwise yeah. I'd end up getting yeah. bored very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So if I could play on CFDs where it's all procedurally generated islands, yeah, that would be amazing for me. But there you go, that's our games that we'd like to live in and the games that we would like to play for the rest of our lives. Next question is what is, in your personal opinion, the greatest thing in the gaming industry? Jack, what about you? Oh my. Uh, You're talking on the boat seat. I need uh, I, I really don't know. Actually, I don't know. I I, I think it's um, it's uh, for me to really love a game per se. It's it need to give me the, the feels like I in the, uh, I am in the game and get get some uh, chilling uh, goosebumps vibes. I don't know. So it's the immersion. Yeah, I think so. Dipping your toes into a completely different world. Yeah, I I need to feel like I'm in the game to really like it. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much what Charlie was saying earlier about getting into a completely different world and just losing yourself. Yeah. So, Charlie, would that be the same for you then? Um, as in to get lost. Yeah, definitely. It would be immersive. Yeah, immersive. And also how far everything's, like, come from being, like, 2D, like, like not a lot of pixels to being, like, fully-fledged, like you're, like you're actually what, like you're actually there. Imagine what it's going to be like, Charlie, when you hit our age. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. You have Lit- no idea the width and breadth of games that I have tried in my life. The shitty little ones that takes about 40 seconds to move one square. Yeah. <laughs> but there have been some absolute gems caught in the middle there. Gems were, it's been made by an indie developer and you would not expect it to be good and it's ended up being absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some that have just been hyped up so much. <coughs> Cyberpunk! <laughs> and, and ended yeah just ended up being so bad like yeah. really yeah. bad because they just couldn't put everything into well they couldn't adapt their own methods to making sure the game works above all else mm-hmm. so yeah I could completely understand for that okay then so I'm gonna go to you first Charlie what okay. was your most disappointing game? Disappointing? Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
Wow, that is a. Mine and. That's a hard one. Mine and Link. That's a really hard one. Hours of Thief. Yeah. Because it was more like an interactive film than what it was a game. Yeah, you might as well have been watching a DVD pressing the red button. Yeah, I wanted to go away yeah. and explore what I could go and nick. I, di- I didn't want to play a film. Yeah. So then, Charlie. Oh, that is, I can't think. What's the question again, sir? I, I can't. What's, what's the most disappointing game? Disappointing game. Yeah, the one game that you was that you... most hyped up for, and then you turned it on and went, "What is this crock of shit?" Yeah, <laughs> when you come to that realization, but I really don't like this. I thought yeah. I was going to love this. I really don't like it. Well, oh, we'll, God. Let, we'll let you think. And we'll throw it yeah, please Charlie. do. Uh, we'll <laughs> uh, it. I think it's got to be uh, the when uh, Fortnite uh, going downhill. Yeah, when it made you love it, and then it just went completely. Yeah, uh, yeah, they put that in some stupid uh, updates, and just I didn't feel the the margin of the game anymore. Yeah, they ruined it. Yeah, absolutely ruined it. Yeah, that seems to be a growing trend, though, and not developers ruining their own games. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty much, and it's not just one developer either. It seems to be fairly widespread. Where they will give update yeah. after update after update, and with every subsequent update that gets added, the game breaks a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, until yeah. six six to 12 months down the line, it just doesn't seem like the same game anymore. And it, yeah, I, I don't understand why. I understand that sometimes when you add one little bit of code, and then you put it out, that can cause a issue with a already established bit of code. And I understand yeah. that. But this is why testing is so important. And everyone mm-hmm. is working to deadlines, and their deadlines are always set as, well, this is when the content's supposed to be out. Now, in my personal opinion, they're not factoring in the QA testing. Now, you can do it automated, or you can do it by employing people to play the game and you know relate back to any bugs that they might find yeah but it just doesn't seem to be there's a a loose link in the chain somewhere and i think it needs to be repaired because it's going to keep going downhill and making the gaming industry just buckle underneath the pressure in my personal opinion would you agree with that absolutely so charlie Come on. I have, I have thought of an answer, yep. Um, it'd have to be Star Wars Squadrons. Because it was hyped up to be this immersive, you're in a you're in a starship, you're fighting, and then when you actually play the game, it's like, this isn't like, it's, yeah, it's Star Wars, but it's not like, you're not, not like Star trying Wars, to dodge Star every Wars, move. It? Yeah, it's not Star Wars, Star Wars. You're not dodging bullets, getting shot, like dodging torpedoes. Go through tight corners to get to like the main ship. The main ship, you're actually just like playing like like a first person shooter, like COD, but just in the air. Yeah. Nothing. There's no unique. It's like, and it was focused on one era of like Star Wars. There wasn't like there wasn't different eras. It was the same two sides versus each other. So it's like 
you get bored of the same thing, the same tactics, the same looks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, really only the map seems to change, and it's the same. Go there, do this, turn around, yep. go there, and then do it again, it and then you got mission done. Monotonous. Monotonous. Yeah, monotonous. Yeah, I can completely understand that, and to be fair, I enjoyed the game, but I was playing it in VR, which is a lot a different. different. experience, isn't it? Yeah. Well, better. And it has to be said that the only reason I haven't been back on it since is because the resolution in the PSVR was so bad that it was just pixelated so much at long range that you couldn't see where you were supposed to be going or what you was aiming at, and it became really difficult because of it. Whereas yeah. if we had higher resolution, higher rendering, we would have been able to yeah, play it better. So yeah, exactly. And when you're talking about a VR headset, it's the cheapest VR headset on the market, so of course it's going to be. I, the worst. I do. I don't think it's a. Well, I think the Oculus Quest Two is cheaper. I think that like isn't that like three hundred pounds? How much is the PS4 VR? The PS4 VR is about one hundred and fifty now. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, that is the <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I think we got it for like one hundred and twenty. Uh, like I'm new, but it's a second hand. But yeah, it's it's not half as expensive, and you can get an actual quest for about two hundred quid now. Yeah, the quest two but, sells for about 300, 400 quid. So, but that's got very limited amount of memory, and you can wire it to the PC, but then you're you at the mercy of your PC and how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do it native from the quest. And you want a decent amount of memory to store the games on, then you are going to be looking at around three hundred quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's well worth it, though. I've got to say, uh, compared to all the other VRs on the market, which is another thing that I'm going to be talking about in the news section. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'm I'm going to try and find out for you while we're doing the podcast because I do want to yeah. chat about it. But it's a new VR that's come out. I will get to the right, details well, where of that. Is, I'm going to look in that. Uh, I'm going to go to you, Jack. If you could mm-hmm. make any type of game, what game would it be? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think I sh- would make a... Uh, it's like, going to be a uh, first-person shooter, isn't it? Yeah, first-person yeah, shooter yeah. for, for, for absolutely. Uh, I think it would be a kind of... Uh, Maybe a mix between that film cult style. Fair enough. Yeah. Can't really complain about that. What about you, Charlie? I'm sorry, you guys, my internet's playing up that. I just lost the whole of what you said said for about five minutes, and it keeps, like, cutting out, and I keep losing every, like, five-minute bit, and it's I missed all of that, to be fair. Right, we asked Jack. Jack said he would make a game, like... First person shooter one. So, if you could make any game, what game would it be? Make any game? Yeah. What type of game? What type of game? I mean, what I come up with was like, uh, where's Wally? But in first person, she's got to go around the houses, in the buildings, and. 
yeah. find certain things and then we sort of incorporated it with Games' idea which was getting hunted by a serial killer and you've got an amount of time to find items that you've got to before you get killed. Yeah, yeah I definitely would agree with that, like a puzzle style, like puzzle style. Puzzle horror. Puzzle horror, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, puzzle horror. Yeah. We Puzzle said it was, it, we wanted it to be like a who done it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you've got the killer. The, a who done it? Where's Wally? Yeah. Well, yeah. you've got the killer hunting you at the same time as you're trying to work out who the killer yeah. is, and then inform everybody else before everyone dies. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be like a who done it. You're doing a club with us, then, Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it'd be like a horror, a who done it, and Among Us all wrapped into one. Yeah. And a hidden object. And hidden objects, yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah. I can't ask you the next question because Game Train got the script up at the moment. There you go. No, now it's competition time. So, this is a competition for the guests and the guests alone. We will be doing a competition for the uh, viewers, or should I say listeners, for the next 10 episodes after we get episode 20. Right. We need you to choose a number between 1 and 50. If the number's been chosen, you will have to choose a game. Two. Go on then, Jack. 35. 35 is yours. Awesome. Charlie? 21. 21 has been taken. Uh, 25. 25 is yours. There we go. Okay. And it's as simple as that. Now it's time for... Dun, 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 dun. Crapping myself. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> now, this is the time where you get to fire questions back at us. It doesn't Ooh. have to be about gaming, it can be about anything you want. So now is your chance. It could be directed at both of us or just one of us. That is up to you. Oh, I've thought about loads of these. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear them, Sally. Go on, Angel. Right. First of all, where did the name Gamestone and Pixie come from? Do you want where, what, is, what inspired that name, them names? My height. Okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm 4 foot 11 and everyone that has ever known me is always called me Pixie. Ah. So I'm a good one, uh, one foot two inches taller than you. All right, you lanky streak pace. Carry on rubbing it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically when I cuddle her her head or her cheek rests on the top of my chest aww if he had tits he could flop him on the edge <laughs> see everybody No, I'm not cute every tall it's man cute. needs a short woman and every short woman needs a tall man yeah. fact it's not fun when you can't get anything out of the top cupboards okay yeah it's fun <laughs> it is fun you just learn how to yeah. climb yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, took climbing skills. For me, mm-hmm. it is proper vain, but I kind of stuck with it. When I first came to online gaming, mm-hmm. said, you need Sorry. to make a gamer tag. And I was like, oh, what, what do I put? I, I don't know what to put. So I was always the person that you know in every group of friends that can kick all of their friends' asses when it comes to the games that they play. And I was always that knobhead. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I thought I was pretty good. Please be aware this is before I played online. <laughs> so when I actually made my gamer tag up, I was going to. I'm so vain. Yeah, it was going to be Game Star Press Switch. Which is, is he such a star of gaming? Yes, because I'm a star of gaming and it's the only thing I could think of at the time. <laughs> Except, it said GameStar Presswick <laughs> because there was too many characters. So I thought, well, I need to take a letter out from somewhere, don't I? So, um, GameStar, get GameStar. That that sounds all right. So it became GameStar <laughs> Presswitch, and then obviously when we when TGF came to fruition, I decided let's. Drop my surname from it because I don't want that broadcast. Over. Yeah, you just broadcasted. Yeah, but this else. is the podcast. I don't really care, <laughs> care now. People know my name. <laughs> so because of all that, I just thought, Do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to stay with just Gamester and then put CGF in, be- in before it. So that name became Gamester, uh, TGF Gamester, and that's what I'm rocking up until now. Wow! There you go. Next yeah. question. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly, Donny. Yes, yeah. Jack. Oh, this one for you. Oh. Yeah. All the picks. Uh. What got you into gaming? Oh, what a good question. I already know this, so I'm just going to sit back and let you crack on. Not a question to me, it's a question to you. You said you know. Crack on. You said you know. How the horse is now for? <laughs> okay, you love birds, don't start <laughs> with you now. <laughs> I've got bored. Okay, nothing else. Elaborate. I expected a full story then. Yeah, I kind of. So no, it, it was my mate, he brought round... Black Ops. That was it. He brought that round. I'd only been playing Resident Evil. Well, remember, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know, do you? No. Well, actually, it was Resident Evil 5. I was addicted to that game for three years. And then my mate came round one day and he went, I'm really getting bored of you playing that. Try this. And I just ended up shooting the clouds for a week. Okay. And then I I got into it. And then I became the gamer that I am. So it was technically the the man that supplied me with Jamaican Woodbine. Mm-hmm. Got me into gaming. Okay. So without okay, him, no. you sorry for interrupting for a sec. Well, without him, you supposedly wouldn't have found games online. Then, if it wasn't for him, Probably getting not. bored of you playing Resident Evil Five. Probably not. So yeah, I do have a lot to think. Thank God, Timmy. 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 I don't talk to Timmy anymore. Poor Timmy. No, no safety. He's a lunatic. <laughs> He's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> He's one of those people that doesn't know how to say no. Yeah. Okay. So, so if anything gets offered to him, he'll go, yeah, yeah, okay. Straight away without hesitation. Yeah, so if it weren't for him, you're right, Charlie, I would not have met Gamester. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right, next. I've got one. Um... How old is the TGF and when and did it actually start? Like, when did it come into fruition? I'll leave that one with you. Do you know what? Um, you have to start off with the grid, family. 
Yeah, it, as you know, the Quidditch family was what it was originally. But while I answer, when we actually started it, it was because we were playing Grid All Sport when it had just come out. And we ended up being, I think, 32nd worldwide. At one point, we were like 15th worldwide as a team. And I was number one in Europe. So because we were so good at it, we decided to make up a team called the Grid Family because we all was like a family. Me, Pixie and our mates that we still talk to to this day. So I'm just going to Google to see when it was released because that's when the TGF would have been born. When was Grid Auto, without the spelling mistake, Grid Autosport release? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I didn't realise it was that far far back. But yeah, 2014. Oh. So it was about a month or two wow. after the game was released and it was released in June 2014 so I would have said about this time 2014 this time of year okay so it's now been going for about seven years nice I think it was after we stopped playing grid and we were playing that for a good year weren't we yeah about a year year and a half yeah so I think TGF as it is today the gaming family not the grid would have been uh, because we all moved on to a different game and I thought well we can't set up a clan and call it the grid family because we're not on grid anymore so I think we made it about six months after Sarah so yeah uh, I think it would have been like 2015 the latter end of 2015 when TGF in its current form was born and it was only about eight months, nine months ago now, that we set up the whole community to go along with it. Now, part, part, uh, partly setting up that community was down to Charlie. He set yours up. Babe, I see Charlie as the catalyst. For anyone who doesn't know, I see him as the catalyst for the progression that I have had on Twitch ever since. Well, if you remember, you had your own games to Discord. Yeah. It just weren't kicking off, and I had my own Pixel no. one, didn't I? And yeah, the chat was deader than the graveyard. Yeah, you shut down your, your games to one. And I went, well, I've changed the Pixel to the TGF. Because the, the Discord that we've got now was originally my baby. And now it's just blossomed into what it is, and I wouldn't have any of the members in there, out of there. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. And uh, Charlie, yeah, to directly to you, uh, I've said it on stream, you've heard me say it before, uh, now mm -hmm. I can say it while chatting directly to you. Take I it do in, Charlie. <laughs> you as the catalyst for my success. Now, I, of course, I'm not saying, oh, it's all down to you that I'm successful, because yeah I know that that's not true but if it no. wasn't for you religiously coming into my streams every night and then introducing me to Jammy and then Jammy introducing me to other people and then them yeah. and so on and so forth mm -hmm. I don't think this community would have grown or it would have just not as quickly not as, as yeah. it is 
not as quickly or as successfully as it has. So yeah. I see you as the catalyst and I will be eternally grateful. This is one of the reasons on why we were so adamant that at some point we wanted you and Jack on this podcast. Because yeah. Jack had been playing with now for about, well, just before Sarah was born. Yeah, I remember telling Jack when we were pregnant yeah. and him getting all excited and then saying some words in Swedish that I still to this day don't know what he was saying. <laughs> well, yeah. What did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was said with happiness, that's what I remember. Oh. Aww. Yeah, because I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I remember playing with him and then him hearing Sarah gurgling in the background as a baby and going, aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Is there yeah. any more questions? Um, I think uh, I, I was born this way. All right, you don't need to ask. <laughs> I was born this <laughs> awesomely. Awesome. <laughs> um, to both of you, what got you into streaming? Oh, what a good question! Do you want to go first for me? Maybe. Apocalypse. I I mm-hmm. streamed briefly. Well, about four or five years ago and then I had well no I think it was even further back than that I think it was like 2011 and it, life got in the way shall we say I'm not going to go into details but life no. got in the way and I was very depressed at the time and I decided no I'm, I'm just not, I, I can't be the bubbly chirpy person that people want to come and be entertained by when I've got so much shit going around my head. So I decided mm-hmm. not to. And then I got up to about a year ago. And for those who don't know, Apocalypse, he's a YouTuber. He hasn't uploaded in like three years. And about a year ago, I miss his content. So I decided to go back and start watching some of his past videos again. And they just thoroughly entertained me and he was going in one of the videos he was going on about how he really likes streaming because it's just easy there's no trying to get some decent gameplay and then editing it and coming up with ideas from new videos and stuff like that which i can completely relate to because that's a struggle that every youtuber goes through but i decided yeah well if he likes streaming and I've done it before, so I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. And maybe I should do it again. And then I started thinking, well, if he can do it, then why can't I? And then I started seeing other streamers, and I'm thinking, their gameplay is shit. <laughs> and not only is their gameplay shit, but their personality is just toxic as fuck. And look, they've got like one and a half thousand viewers at the moment. And I thought, do you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go for it. And if people like me, good. If they don't like me, crack on. I hope you find someone who does. And that's where I made the conscious decision to think, no, I'm done. I am not fucking... I'm not going to sit here thinking about what could be. I'm going to go out of my way to actually become a content creator because, as my mum always said, if you never take a step forward towards what you want, you will always remain in the same place. And I didn't want to be one of those people that got into my OAP years thinking, I could have been a big shot. 
and not doing anything with it. So I thought, I'm, I'm never going to know unless I try. And that's pretty much why I decided to take it up. And then knowing that Pixie used to do it, I, I, well, I started egging Pixie on to say, look, when I met you, you used to stream a little bit. And you were good at it as well. So why don't you do it again? If I'm streaming, you might as well. So would that be why you started as well? One of the big reasons, yeah. It was you pushing me. And then it was watching Milo waffle waffles. And then it was going into our wonderful ambassador, Adudi seeing how he communicated with his followers. But yeah, it was mainly you going, if I'm doing it, you're used to do it, do it. And then they'd stream with them. You can check on a stream. But it took me a little while to actually get back into it. Yeah. But that's part of parcel of being a couple, isn't it? And you encourage and push your partner to be the best version of themselves that they can possibly be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was that you were going to say, Charlie? Wait, which, what, what? <laughs> you were, when Pixie was talking, you went to say something and then you stopped so you didn't interrupt her. What was it you wanted to say? Was that about 10 minutes ago? Because you guys, again, caught out. So I missed, did Pixie even speak? Because I missed all of that. Yes, she did. Go back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to listen to this because I missed... Missed everything Pixie said there. But I'll just oh say my. it was mainly because of GameStop. There you go. <gasps> oh, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I was going to... Because I remember, I think it was the first podcast or the second one, Pixie talked about Ruffle Waffles and how he inspired her and yeah. Dee and how these inspired. And then with the determination of GameStop, like Edge and you on as well as them, as well as Dee and Ruffle Waffles, um kind of thought, yeah, if they can do it, I can do it, I do, kind of I do mindset. I remember being on a game and I walked out of the room and I come back and Gamester had got all of my streams set up and all I had to do was just press the go line. He was like, see, you've got no excuse now. It's like, fine. <laughs> that was my first stream that I'd done as the Pixinus. Yeah. What was that first stream? Was it on YouTube or Twitch or whatever that back uh, then? It was on Twitch. It was P1X1E24, but I think that the account's closed down now. Because ah. um, I haven't used it for so long. Yeah, Pixie24, basically. Yeah. So there you go. Does that answer your questions? It does. Yep. Right. Okay. Well. Is the next part the shout out? think it might be, you know. We've not done the news, or well, did no. I miss that bit? The no, news there bit. was a, a way that Pixie wanted to do the... Wanted to do the shout-outs before the news. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we've got listeners' questions, haven't we? Yes, there is a listeners' question. I checked upon it earlier on today. <gasps> Can you have a wild stab in the dark at who you think might have sent them questions in? I think it might be that Byron hmm. again, you know. Hmm. No, it's not. No, it's not that vibrant, no. No. I'm going to take a guess at somebody beginning with a J. 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 Jamie. There's a Jamie. There's a Jamie. I was going to guess Jamie, yeah. <laughs> no, it is our Jonesy. Of course. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, I got it right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's come up with... Well, one of the questions is pretty much one of the questions that we ask anyway, which is, what age were you when you first started gaming? Yeah, Pixie, so. we already know she's 24. For me, personally, I think I was around three. And that's no joke. I was literally... I think the very first game that I played on was a game called Pong. And it wasn't even a control pad. Oh, uh, yeah. It I was a little, Pong. It was a little box with a dial on it. What about you, Jack? How old were you when you first started? Hmm, maybe six or seven. Charlie? And what about you, Charlie? Um, yeah, probably six and seven. Same as uh, J- Jack there. Oh, so I was the earliest one? Oh, no, Sarah yeah. was. Sarah had a controller at six months old. Beat that. Well, that's my own flesh and blood. But then, for all I know, I can remember gaming as, as long as I... Yeah. Okay. I can remember... One? Yeah, next one. Who is your favourite character from any game? Well, ours has already been answered, because that's them too. Yeah, mine's Isaac Clark from Dead Space. Clank. Crackle. <laughs> Clank. Clank from Ratchet and Clank, yeah. yeah. Clank. Clank. What about you, Jack? Who's your favourite gaming character? Um, Who's that? What game's that um, called? Grudge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Grudge. <laughs> I think it's the original acting voices of Call of Duty. Um, so, um, Mason and uh, yeah. all the, all about girls. the numbers, Mason. Yeah, it's all about the numbers. <laughs> uh, oh, and... Uh, I forgot what his name is called. Who shouts all out? Shout, shouts all the time. There's no more country day. Something like that. And uh, who plays uh, the Russian guy? Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, thank you. Slavic. No, no. He's in zombies as well. Yeah. It's not Rick, Rick Toppen. No, it's oh. not Rick Toppen. It's no. the other one. Pacquiao. No. Chris. Nope. Not Dempsey either. Dem- no. Dempsey? Yeah. It's not them three, it's the other one. Yeah. Nikolai. Nikolai. Nikolai, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. like a good Russian soldier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but now. What about you, Charlie? Yeah. Oh, my favourite character. Um, it'd probably be a character I've just learnt about now. Um, it would be Captain Price from Call of Duty. Good old yeah, Captain Price. Because <laughs> learning about old colleges and how he was involved, because I only know him from the first, the modern times, but learning about all the past, like how his, how he came to be, should I say? Yeah, yeah he was one his of the story. main focal yeah. points. Is there any games where you can learn about him? Any COD games that you can learn, like a lot of like in depth, like story from him, like. Character details. I think it was Modern Warfare 3. Ask, yeah. ask Jay. 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 Okay. Yeah, ask Jay TTG. Because, yes, he would know he's a proper. He's a big ta- Yeah, he's a. Okay. Cod Ed. Cod Ed. What's the next one? And the last question is a really, really good question. Probably one of the best ones that she's asked. If you had a choice, 
what would you rather give up? Gaming or talking? Talking. Talking. You can do in-game chat on computer. It's fine. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. You can, can you can talk in-game. Does that still... Well... Well, my answer would be, I've got a keyboard. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you can type in a game. <laughs> exactly. There's sign language as well. Yeah, but they're the only one yep. problem with you. What? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> she fucking makes out like I've got Tourette's or something. <laughs> Don't do it like that. <laughs> Don't you? No. Oh, right, okay. I mean, you do, to be fair. I mean, I remember watching Pixie streams and, like, it's all quiet and then you'll say something like, oh, for, like, F sake or something like yeah, you, you out, out of the complete like you blue. You do round and you go, Oh for fuck's sake, you emphasize the fuck. So don't yeah. tell me you don't my stream hear you. I swear half of my stream come in just to be entertained by you in the background. I I don't know, I don't need to put <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of hard to hear games just in the background rambling about some nonsense stuff and stuff. Yeah. Oh for fuck's sake, just son of <laughs> See, it's not just me. The whole of my stream is. It? I don't need to get games to stream up because I can hear it from Pixies, so I only need one up. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there you go, baby. It's not, I'm not just imagining it. No, I just I'm imagining the opposite. Ah. Yeah. Games that are on VR is definitely the best. You can hear them <laughs> as if he was yeah. next to you. <laughs> Okay, right, what's next? Well, at least I'm entertaining you, Pocky. You always are, Gamester. Well, I am just me, and yes, yeah, sometimes are. I vocalise my internal monologue, let's put it that way. Sometimes you forget that you have an outer monologue and the internal one just comes out. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I, I don't tend to have a filter. No. Or, should I say, the filter that I have got between my brain and my mouth is That's very important. heavily damaged. It's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> it's my function. It's, it's, it's like it's inside my head going, I'm as strong as ox! And then I go, fuck! <laughs> I'm not as strong as I thought! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. Right, are we doing shout-outs well. now? Yes, now it's time for some shout outs. <coughs> this is where I get my pen at the do ready. Do you two have your shout outs ready? How many shout outs are we allowed to do? Two. Two, okay. Go on then, Charlie. Oh, why me first? Because oh. you said you, how many could you have, so I assumed you were ready. <laughs> oh, I don't know who to shout out. For fuck's sake, why ask then? Actually, yeah, I know one person. <laughs> I know where one person off the top of the head. Go on. Get him off the top is... of your head, you shouldn't be on there. <laughs> Who is probably listening to this podcast, and it has to be the little legend, John uh, Johnsy. You nearly said it wrong, though, didn't you? <laughs> I almost did, yes. I almost did a game set for a minute then. It's alright, because you can never, she can never write your name, so it's okay. <laughs> How do you feel, Jonesy? You have been shouted out in the last six podcasts. Only because, um, so yeah, she deserves more followers. She definitely, as in confidence, like, yeah. She's, yeah. Been, a good, she's been a good friend since I've known her, so... And she was, let's be honest, she's not got the best environment. And she has no. been a very negative at 
point, but after I've talked to her, I believe JJ talked to her as well, and Pixie as well, and we just said, look, it's not all bad. You are just, you're suffering because you're in your circumstances that you're in. But other than that, you are an awesome person and you need to look in that mirror and start seeing what we see. And yeah. since we've had a word with her, yeah, there's still some things that she needs to improve on, like we all did at that age. From when she first came into the TGF to where she is now, she has blossomed. Yeah, she is such she has an amazing... And she's such an amazing person, and we could see that when we first met her. Yeah. And that's why we've devoted so much of our attention to her and trying to in, get her to improve. And now yeah. where she's got to, I am so proud of her. I really am. Mm -hmm. right, have you got another one, Charlie? She's come so far considering the circumstances. And, yeah, I mean, I, if... I, I, it's probably not possible because of the environment that she lives in, but I really want to get her on the podcast because yeah. I think she would deserve every, like, she deserves, like, to be out there, to be known as someone, yeah. Well, when circumstances Absolutely. allows it, we will be getting her on. And not, as, not as me channeling her or leaving out her answers, we're actually physically Yeah, physically let her to talk, yeah. Yeah. I guess someone she trusts that she'll, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not her child. trust, is it? Might have to get you back on it with I said, I have said to her, I want you to go. We need to do a duo on this podcast. I'm doing everything in my power to get to get her yeah. on if I can. Right. Have you got any more shoutouts, Charlie? Um, I have got one, but I I hope he's been shouted out already. Um, Jammy, as he will he be shouted out for the inspirations? We will shout him out twice. Don't worry. If, I mean, no, because I've got someone else I want to shout out. Go on. Um, actually, have I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, have I? Talk to yourself out of it. <laughs> um, have, a, have, a, have a think, we will come I, back yeah, to you. I need to have a think. Have a think. What about you, Jack? Hmm. Uh, as uh, Charlie just said, Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Cat. Alright. Yeah. And of course you do. Oh, thanks. And and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Have you got anyone else, Jack? No. I got got it covered. Hey, what about you? Who's your shout out to you? I am gonna shout out one of my favourite people. Me? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, not you. Not, I'm not his favourite person. <laughs> but you've just got friend zoned. One, one because I love the guy. I think he is one of the most genuine down to earth people I have met in a long time, with the exception of people like Jack. What? Mm. And I am going to give him a shout out because. Can I just do one thing? What? I could be brown, I could be blue. <laughs> I could be brown, I could be purple, I could be She's mouthing the words on it. you like. <laughs> Sorry, I had it. I got the text. <laughs> there once was a ship that put two seas in the name. Yes, they, they are synonymous with the guy I am on about. And I fucking adore him. I think he's such a good guy. 
and he's been worked into the ground recently and I feel for him, I really do. So, even though I know he doesn't like me shouting him out... You don't like it, so we're going to book together. You ready? And <laughs> on, what, what name are you calling him? So, my shout-out for today's episode is... Leech! Leech! Come on, Leech! Do you have anyone else? I do. There's somebody that... Do you know what? I, I can't really sum him up enough in this short space of time. Again, it was somebody else who had a rough time recently. And now he's come back. He's It's like he's come back better than ever. And I really, really love the guy. I think he's such an enthusiastic, upbeat, happy guy. And he's always trying to look at the positive of things. And after what he's just been through, I think it's amazing to see how far he's come. I am, of course, talking about Ram. Ramon! I think he's an awesome boy. I think he's a great streamer. And I'm yeah. sure that Twitch took my follow away because I had him follow. I know you did. I'm pretty sure I did. Well, when I went back into his stream earlier on today, it was no follow. Twitch has been funny with the follows recently, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I followed him again now anyway. So I don't care. I've, I've now followed him again. But Raman, thank you for being your beautiful self. Don't change. Thank you for the positivity that you've been bringing to the TGF since you've made your return, shall we say. And I can see big and better things for you in your future. Yeah. And I can't wait to see the progress you make. So there you go. Them are my two. Pixie? She had a blank face then. I think she's... We broke her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to my bitch. <coughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be to my bitch. To anyone that don't know, that's White Widow. Yeah. So it's going to be to her because she's just, yeah. She's been there and she's amazing and I love her. Anyone else? There is someone else. Go on. Joe. Aw, yes. He randomly just came into my stream the other day and just started chatting away to me and then he just dropped a load of fucking bitters on me. Mm-hmm. And we, he stayed in. And we I was going to shout at him. We, uh, Charlie's shouting it out with me, aren't you, Charlie? Yep, he is my friend for life. He is. He's adorable and I think it's the world. He is indeed. I think the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's, he's, he's come quite far himself as well. Yes, he really has. He's done a lot of working and he's done a lot of working on himself, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to have had a sudden spout of adult growth in his brain. Yeah. yeah. Where he's actually looked at himself in the mirror and gone, you're being a bit fucking childish now, it's time to grow up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has. So, to all the shout-outs, shout-outs! <laughs> I've got one more if I don't if I don't mind. Go go for it. It's an old friend of mine from uh like back in primary school. He left in year five and his name was Nathan. He was one of my like one of my best friends like during primary school, the only person I ever actually talked to and had any sort of like friendship. We were all us two were always like the rest of the class were like a big group. We were always the ones sat in the corner, out the way. Sat in the corner, <laughs> yeah, out the way. Yeah, yeah. Ones. 
Yeah, that's us too. Not at yeah. the back of the class because that's where all the knobheads were. Yeah, yeah. Not at the front because that's where all the swat the swats were. So you were sort of like in the middle but off to the side. Yeah. 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 And same as me. Does he stream or anything like that? Um, not that I know of, because I haven't spoke to him in there quite a while. I don't think he streams, but if he does, I really want to find his channel, because he deserves a lot more. Well, we won't put any details down below, but Nathan, if you do by any chance actually hear Watch this. this. Get in the fucking touch with Charlie, man! <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks! And come and join the TGF. Yeah, we're right As everybody <laughs> that is welcome to join the TGF, if you're listening to this... And you think that you might actually find your kind of people within the TGF. We have one rule. Don't be a dick. Yeah, I'm that's it. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Stormy line there. Sorry, Charlie. What's our rule, Charlie? Don't be a dickhead. That's it. There we go. That's all you have to do. If you love games, it doesn't matter whether you're black, white, rich, poor, fat, skinny, religious, atheist. It doesn't matter what your background is where you're from or who you are if you like games you're welcome and if you do want to get in touch with us about anything ask anything before you want to join the tgf by all means contact us on we are tgf or one word at gmail.com yeah mm-hmm. sounds simple now we're going to move on to the big news section news section 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 now there's just a few of the things that i wanted to go over first and foremost is pretty much for the majority of hardcore games out there we have got the beta for battlefield 2042 coming up very very soon i think it's available to download and it's closed right now to the people that have been invited to it or the people that are pre-ordered but this weekend you will be able to download it as an open beta and give it a try for yourself so there's your first news story of today if you are interested yeah i am definitely (laughs) going to be playing it (laughs) i am definitely going to be hammering that this weekend yeah me too so of course if you want to try it for yourself you now know about it you can get it across all platforms so go and get it downloaded. I'm fairly interested, to be fairly honest, about the difference between platforms. Because when Battlefield 4 came out, it was fantastic on the PS4. And on the PS3, not so much. It was good, but it was like it half a game. Yeah. <laughs> Carlsberg, are you listening? Sponsor. <laughs> but we actually played Battlefield 3 I fell in love with it even as like half a game and it was only when I went to the PS4 version that I thought oh my god this is so much better on the PS4 and now they coincided their release to do the same fucking thing again so now we have to wait and we will get two different versions of the game. One that's been optimised for the PS4 and another one that's optimised for the PS5. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't mind. I will probably play both. I love the game so much. So I am going to be definitely getting this one. I wasn't keen on Battlefield 5. And I believe there's a lot of vets that weren't keen on it. Because it was too much like an RPG instead of a sandbox. 
And yeah, I echo that. So what do we think about the new beta? Are we all going to be trying it? I absolutely going to try it. I will try it because I've never been big with the Battlefield franchise. I've never played it. I mean, I've played Battlefield 1, but that's about it. So I'm going to experience... <laughs> So I'm going to experience this beta and see, like, because it's quite high in arms. The game's talked about quite a lot as being, like, quite a good, like, overall successful franchise. Well, it really is. There's a reason for it as well. My personal favourite is Battlefield 4. Battlefield but... 1 was great, don't get me wrong, but there wasn't that many gadgets. There wasn't that many weapons to choose from. And in comparison to the title that was previous to that, let's ignore the fact that Hardline was released because that was... shit. <laughs> but other than that, it was a real drop-down apart from in graphical visuals. The visuals yep. in Battlefield 1 were amazing. But other than that, there was far less attachments, far less weapons... So you used to see people running around with the same old weapons all the time. Whereas in Battlefield 4, you rarely get killed with the same weapon twice unless it's off the same person. It, because there are, in the region, of around, I think, around 16 weapons in each individual class. Now that's wow. submachine guns, yeah. 16 assault rifles, 16 snipers, six, 16 different shotguns. You still get it. And, so, and that's mm -hmm. not including all of the different attachments. Then you there was around uh, 10 or 15 different gadgets that you could use which was specific to each class as well. Yep. So in total there's like 60 different gadgets you could use. It was just so much, you know, like so much choice, and it made it so your setup or your loadout would be completely different to somebody else's. And if you picked yeah. up someone else's weapon, you would get their setup. So yeah. you would think, oh, that was a, a fucking support class. He'll have some ammo on him, and then you'd pick it up and you wouldn't have no ammo. He'd just have a rocket launcher and a fucking blowtorch and yeah. something like you're always oh, your ammo <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was that kind of thing and it just made it a much more enjoyable experience overall so yes i am going to be playing it what about you babe are you going to be playing the beta yep there you go short and sweet yep i'm playing it <laughs> yeah yep i think there's a lot of people hyped for this one isn't there yeah i'm really hyped but there you go. Now, the second news story for today is the one that I mentioned earlier on. It's about a new VR headset that's been released. Uh, I haven't got the specs up, but what I can tell you is it's called the x -Town. And, yeah, it's very expensive. You're talking about uh, 1700 quid, I think. Just for the headset. Can I just add to my point before yeah. from the um, uh, Battlefield? Because you cut out and I kind of missed my chance to... Also, with the uh, Battlefield franchise, it's obviously made by EA or Electronic Arts, as some people may know. Yeah. And this new game, they uh, stopped the support of one of my favourite games, which to work on this Battlefield. So I've got 
it's better be good because they've can uh the game was Star Wars Battlefront two. They cancelled support on that game to make this new battlefield. So I kind of hope it's good. Well, well I'll be yeah. From what I hear it's gonna be absolutely it's fantastic. Gonna be, yeah. And there should be a free to play element, let's not forget that. From what they are saying, they are just adamant it's not a VR. And that leaves only one real type of game that it could be, which is squads of four, and obviously there'll be other squads on the map. And then you yeah. jump in, you try and take control points, find intel, and then expel at the end without being killed or without being ambushed by a different squad, that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm hoping that's going to be the free-to-play element. I cannot wait for it. If it is, I will definitely be playing that guaranteed and uh, maybe that might be the one game that takes me off sea of thieves we shall see but, maybe doubt it yeah I, d- I doubt i'm gonna stop playing sea of thieves i'll probably just have two games that i play religiously one will be battlefield 2042 and the other one will be sea of thieves yeah. and that'll be me sorted for gaming <laughs> but as i was saying the x tower is 1700 quid it's the most technologically advanced VR headset on the market and it's available for purchase now. What do we reckon? Is it too much for a VR headset? Yes. Or can you understand why they made it? Sorry, what was the headset called again? The X-Tal. The X-Tal. X-T-A-L. Okay. It's expensive. It's 8K resolution, that's 4K per eye, and it is the best, highest performing headset that's available. People don't realise that the majority of the gaming people are like us. We ain't got that kind of fucking money to chuck about. Yeah, but it's like Bugatti making the Veyron. They're not making it for the common man. I don't fucking care. (laughs) <laughs> I personally think it's a stupid fucking price to pay for a virtual headset. Actually, yes. I mean, if it's immersive, but like, do you like do you really want to pay that much money? Is it really that worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. But is it worth being in debt for so many years just to get a headset that might die in exactly, the next year? Exactly. That's my point. Not be replaceable. It, yeah, it, I get where you're coming from. But worth it in a year. I think. With all the hardware that they've got in the headset, you have to put it at that price because the hardware that's inside it is worth a shit ton of money. Yeah, but how much is it to replace? And what if they drop it? What if they slight stop supporting it in a year and you can't get refunded? What to do? Like, does it just sit there? Like, I yeah, I think it's for the rich and famous. It's not for anyone. About that amount of money on a VR, I'd be too fucking worried to use it. Yeah, you'd be too. Yeah. If you want one drop and it would break. You wouldn't want to play anything like Beat Saber in it in case you get a little bit of sweat inside it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wanted to get everyone's opinion on that. Jack, what do you think? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> really, I don't. Would you, if you had like a million in the bank, would you pay that much for a VR headset? No. No. Uh, too expensive. 
I would, for that oh, kind oh, of price, oh, I would be afraid to wear it. For that for that kind of price, I want the whole full body suit. So you're in a shooting game and you yeah. feel like you're getting yeah. shot. Yeah. Oh, I want yeah. the treadmill and everything. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you know on the subject of VR. Did you know there is a lot of VR experiences, as they're called, popping up all over the world? Now, what these are, are game worlds that have been created within a software engine like Unreal or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then an accurate representation has been built in a, say, a factory, an abandoned factory or something like that. So what you're supposed to do is put a wireless headset on and then when you walk around and in the real world you'll be picking up a wooden cup that's got nothing on it, it's just shaped like a cup. But in the game you can pick up an actual cup that's been rendered to look like a piece of fine china Yeah, or and then you're going to get people like me that will go in and go, oh, cup, and then find my nearest customer. Whack! Did you feel that? <laughs> But this is the point. It's a VR experience, so you can go through actually walking around and have this experience within a 3D environment, but while playing and shooting at aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. And you can even do it, so there is... Now they're trying to work on character models, so you can actually have well, I think it'd be an updated version of uh, laser tag or paintball, except in a VR world. I think that's amazing. Yeah. It would be pretty cool. It's okay where the experience of actually, you know. Would you have controllers? <laughs> would you have controllers with that, or like, would you like? Yeah, use someone else. There's like you know the move controllers that you get, or the, yeah, I don't know what you call them for the quest. It's them controllers, but in the shape of a gun. So okay. you walk so around we, with the gun. How are you gonna actually fix something up if you've got two controllers in Because it's the in the shape is. of a gun, so it's all one unit in the shape of a gun. Okay, yeah, okay. So you can hold it in one hand and pick whatever you want off in another hand. To be honest, I'm not. Yeah, I'm personally, I'm not interested. Personally, myself, it's other people, if it's their thing, they're enough to do it. I mean, I wish you could, it would track your hands, the VR headsets, because hand tracking would be such a cool feature to have. You know that mm. that's what they're doing now. Yeah, the Quest 2's got, like, experimental. I used it, and it's, like, all weird. Each finger you move will move in game. Yeah. And if you can, like, master that, they can do a lot of, like, generally picking up a gun, for example, you actually have to grab it yeah. physically. You have to grab it and use your trigger finger to actually yep. pull the trigger. Yeah. So it looks like a lot is going to be happening very, very soon with VR. And I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Dun, I'm, dun, dun. I'm, yeah, I don't think I would ever pay that much for a VR headset. But it's just... It's like a concept art, almost. It's just what can be done, and now someone's brought that out and said, this is what we're up to, this is the kind of level we're going to be aiming for now. And that, to me, is just its a glimpse of the future, isn't it? So I am all for it. I cannot wait to see what happens in the future when it comes to VR. But yeah. now on to our next 
bit of news and the final story. Resident Evil 4. Oh, that's not fine, though. <laughs> now, unknowns to me until about half a week, a week ago, Resident Evil 4 is getting a remaster, but a remaster with a difference. I've been saying that now they've remade number two and remade number three, and they were such great games and massive, successful <laughs> hits, that I think they should be doing the same to number four and maybe they are we don't know but one thing we do know is for the quest 2 there is an ooh. exclusive ps4 coming out uh, an exclusive resident evil 4 remake so remastered textures remastered animations and everything like that but it's all in vr wow so it's exclusive to the quest 2 and it's exclusively in vr so everything will be as it was, except you can manoeuvre and move about through the game as a VR controller. That would be cool. Do you get, awesome. to, do you get to play it without the VR? No. I don't know. As I said, it's exclusive to the Quest 2 at that's the moment. A bit, that's a bit unfair. They said they're going to try and port it onto other VR headsets. Now, when they said they're going to port it to PS, or that's what they're going to work on, I don't know whether that was true. That was just a rumour from the de- developers. You know I mean? Something that's yeah. not VR related. But even if they do that, I don't think it's going to come onto the PSVR. It will probably be on the PSVR 2 when that comes out. But mm-hmm. it just be a VR exclusive? Well, I think if they are doing this and they are remaking the original game into a you know, complete from the ground up remake as well. Yeah. Yep. Then I think it would be great because it would say, look, you can play the old version, but in VR here, and you can play the new version on your TV. There's a reason they're doing it. They're not doing it for nothing. There's a reason they're doing this. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the fact that they're doing it just for VR. I... I Love the idea, but I haven't got a Quest 2, so it doesn't look like I'm going to be playing it unless they part it. I might stream that when it comes out, if it comes out. Uh, Latter end of next year, I think. For all the people that don't have VR, or an Oculus, or whatever they're fucking called, they're getting left out. Oculus Quest. (laughs) But they're getting left out. You've got all the diehard fucking Resident Evil fans that can't afford a VR. Yeah. And they're getting left out. To me, personally, it's not fair. Well, I think more people are actually starting to turn to the VR now. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing I, a I lot more people. I can understand why. I just don't think it's personally fair. Because there's still a lot of people out there that can't afford the price. Yeah, I think when people are hearing about the VR and how cheap it is now, because we've got to remember, back in the day, about five or six years ago, the cheapest VR you could get was like 400 quid. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe yeah. a bit longer, but yeah, it was like 400 quid and it wasn't very good. It was worse than the PSVR. Ooh. So, the fact that it's managed to come down in price and at higher quality now, I think there's something to be said about that. And there's a lot of people going towards it now. And if they carry on making it more affordable, I think there's going to be a lot more people in the future. Yeah. 
But there you go. That's the big news section. That is what news stories I managed to find. And that is the end of the podcast. Now the only thing left to say is our no. goodbyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're going to let you say your goodbye first, Jack. Uh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and I will have to say thank you to both of you to have me on, on the pod. And it was our pleasure. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you're well, you're well. Lovely, <laughs> lovely time here. Charlie? Well, first I must, I guess, start with bye and thank you for thinking of me when, unfortunately, the other guests couldn't make it. Thank you for, like, getting, going straight to me. For, well, I don't know if you went straight to me, but going yeah, to me. Good. Well, thank you then for going to me and asking me if I wanted to be on the podcast and giving me the opportunity to be on it. And I'm thankful for it. And, yeah, thanks for having me on. Mate, you have been mentioned a fair few times. It's going to be nice for the listeners to put, you know, a voice to the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not just saying it to make you feel better about yourself or anything like that. You have been mentioned, and Jack has, several yeah. times in recent weeks and thinking, well, we need to get them on at some point. Yeah. And it was only because our previous guest had not managed to be able to come on that we thought, right, well, we need to get somebody on, um, not just one person. And then when I Game, asked Pixie... James to choose one of you, I chose the other, and we're not going to reveal who chose who. Yeah. <laughs> oh. mm. Yeah, we'll leave that, that just to settle in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. And I was so adamant <laughs> that we got both of you on at some point yes. and so was Pixie so yeah it's, I'm glad that we managed to do it so, so to, the yeah. list, to the listeners if you have any questions you want your questions featured on the podcast any stories or even if you just want to get into some contact about the streams or the discord please get in touch with us at wearetgf all in word at gmail.com and of course I have only now got to say we will be back same time next week Same. with a brand new episode and two more guests. Dinos. So if you want to be with us, you know where to come. Hit the follow button to make sure that you get notified of the next podcast. And until then, I'm going to bid you all a fond farewell. Say goodbye to Pixie. Dinos. Goodbye to Charlie. Goodbye, Charlie. And goodbye to Jack. Goodbye. Until next time, I'll catch you later, guys.